Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Violence, harassment, and discrimination against the Asian American Pacific Islander community has escalated since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. On Tuesday, March 16th, eight people were gunned down by a white man across three different Asian-owned spas in Ackworth and Atlanta, Georgia. Six of those eight people were Asian women. The spas were Young Asians Massage, Gold Massage Spa, and Aromatherapy Spa. This was a hate crime, and the sooner we start calling these things what they are, the better. Captain Jay Baker of the Sheriff's Department in Cherokee County, Georgia, said this about the gunman, who has been identified as 21-year-old Robert Long. He was pretty much fed up and had been, kind of, at the end of his rope. And yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. What? Mm-hmm. It's just like... This is just... I feel like it's just infuriating and disheartening because nothing's going to change. Like, literally after everything, after all the Black Lives Matter movements this past summer, after everything... He's saying he had a bad day. Yeah, that, that's what we're doing now. Like, this is a new low. We're allowing people to go on rampages that are targeted specifically towards the Asian community, and you're summing it up to a bad day. You're having a bad day, so you're going to go and shoot Asian Americans just trying to live. That literally makes no sense. And he it's should be put in jail for the rest of his life. And it's really disappointing. It is, and that police chief, he's the chief, right? Mm, he's, yeah, he's the captain of the sheriff's department. Yeah, he should be fired. Because do you want someone like that as the captain? Yeah, no. language like that is really, really harmful. It's, it's the same way, like, when we... When we look at these terrorists, because that's really, like, what they are, domestic yeah, terrorists. Domestic terrorists. Why are we making excuses for them? Because they're white. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, it's right in your face. It's so clear that this is a hate crime. Why are we trying to like bounce around what it really is? And my thing is, technically police, the whole point of like police, oh, protect people, right? And then the counter argument after like people were protesting the police was like okay so who's going to protect you the police literally do not protect anyone other than white people like so who the hell cares do you know what i mean like yeah, like, oh, but who's going to protect you the police don't even protect people like it's insane and it's language well not language it's it's statements like that that um trigger people of color exactly and then like oh not all cops it does like literally it doesn't matter i'm sorry it should be no cops you know it's just i don't know and it's like if we don't have like i know like you said like we they have the argument of like good cop bad cop but if then we need the good cops to Mm -hmm. you know reprimand the bad ones then because if if you're not going to say anything Then you're just grouped together with the bads. Like, if you stand there idly and let stuff like this just happen and 
you don't call it what it is. You don't denounce racism. You don't denounce xenophobia. These hate crimes are going to continue. to. They have been happening. Yeah. They escalated over the last yeah. year. They don't condemn the, the bad cops at all. Or if they do, it only comes after, you know, an outcry from the public. And it's like, yes, that's what we want. We want action. But why does it have to take, you know, so many of us basically yelling at you to do something mm-hmm. for you to take action? Exactly. And it's just like, where's the end? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like the end in sight. Because it's like, how is this still going on after all the innocent deaths we had, you know? Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. And, like, obviously, like, I like hearing you talk about it because I'll never be able to relate to, you know, what it's like to be black in America or to be Asian in America. But um, whenever stuff like this happens... Not that I feel guilty in a way, but, like, I'm extremely close. Me and my cousins, we grew up together. Like, they're, like, my brothers. And, like, my cousins are Asian. And then I also have black cousins. So whenever something like this happens, like, my first thought literally goes straight to them. Because I'm like, that could be them. Mm-hmm. And me and my mom always talk about this. Like, it's the craziest thing ever because they're, like, um, sons to my mom. Because that's how we grew up. We, like, lived together for a little. And it's just the craziest thing ever. We're always, like the thought that that could be them it's terrifying and like i'll never be able to relate but yeah it's just it's horrifying yeah it's a really scary thought you know because life i don't think we really um understand how fragile the human life is and how how easy it is to lose your life and how people can just take your loved ones just so instantly Mm -hmm. and then having someone else someone in a position of power summing it up so he was just having a bad day well now I'm having a bad day because I lost my loved one so who's gonna like who who's gonna fix this um I just how does my thing is like how does having a bad day translate to going to different massage place spas and shooting people like i just don't get how that translate like i don't even get what he was trying to say like right if you could see my face right now like it's that's exactly like what i was thinking you're having a bad day so you go and shoot people like so you murder people because you're having a bad day like okay so all the murder people in jail for murder they were having bad days let them go like can you imagine if the shooter was person of color exactly black it will be completely different. The narrative will be completely Asian. different. Imagine they were brown. They would be like, oh, they're terrorists, right? It's like it, it would have been one thing. First of all, it's horrible what he did in general. If he was to just like go out in public and do what he did to like, you know, just anybody that he saw. It's still it's still horrible, but that's one thing separate from you going to Asian owned spas mm-hmm. and targeting these people. You were looking for a specific type of person. Yep. And so then, bad day or not, this was a hate crime. Oh, it was a hate crime and it just I just 
I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that, like, he was having a bad day. Like, I, like, I have bad days. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, the thought of that as an excuse, like. And this is why so many of us push for more gun control. Because mm-hmm. a bad day resulting in someone, eight people losing their lives, the math ain't math and that does not add up at all i'll be honest with you um after sandy hook yeah and nothing changed like we should have gun gun control way before but after sandy hook happened and literally not one thing changed and some people were saying oh it's fake it's like you know conspiracy i literally was like that's it's is it ever gonna happen after innocent children died it's the craziest thing ever. We should have had gun control. Literally, the only thing guns are meant for is to kill. Guns are literally not, like, that's the point of a gun, to kill someone. And I understand people are like, oh, but protection. But no one needs a machine gun. Like, right. no one. Like, why? The only people who need machine guns are people who are fighting in, like, are we like on the battlefield you know yeah like in war like why do we have war weapons like literally in your home i I don't i i don't understand it and i know it's not my culture it's not i wasn't raised like that Mm -hmm. it's just not something that i subscribe to but i just can't see it's funny you bring up sandy hook because that was kind of like my moment of realization as well i remember exactly where i was I believe I was a sophomore in high school and I was sitting outside of our library and I was just scrolling on Twitter. I think school was about to be over and I saw what happened mm-hmm. and I was in shock and everyone else around me was in shock as well. Cause we're all on our phones. And I think all of us, you know, and that's when like Obama went on TV and he was crying, giving his statement. And we all kind of felt like maybe this is the turning point. Mm-hmm. And when it wasn't, yep, it was like a slap in the face. Literally, I literally got chills right now only because, like, I literally remember, too. Like, I remember I was lying on my couch in the basement. I just got home from school. I was watching the news. And they were literally young children in elementary school. And I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, finally change. And then nothing happened. And then the Parkland shooting happened. And there were people in Congress and people in the government mocking these students. Uh it's just crazy like once again like who the hell needs a machine gun i'm so sorry you don't and i understand like i've never been around guns i don't like guns not that i know of at least i'm anti-gun i just literally i understand like i guess some people like to hunt and stuff which i'm also against but i mean i see like how Hunting like, is definitely a part of a lot of people's everyday lives. And, yeah. And, like, I understand, like, a rifle. You know what I mean? For hunting. I mean, rifles, what, let out one shot? I don't know the background of it. Like Right. I'm, like, I'm not yeah, I'm, I'm not like, sitting here acting like I'm well-versed yeah, I'm not in well-versed, guns. But. but my thing is, like, I understand, like, I guess, like, rifles for hunting or whatever it may be. Um, but when people and i don't know what gun he even used but there has to be some sort of gun control clearly he wasn't one he wasn't mentally stable too 
in the past, like, with shootings, we've seen people using, like, crazy, like, like heavy machinery. It's like machine guns. It's like, what? no one needs to own that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not one person needs to own a gun like that. Like, there needs to be some type of gun control, but people are like, don't take my, you can still have your rifle and go hunting, but like, literally, I just don't understand why someone would need. We just need heavier restrictions. Like, you can hunt whatever. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not the hunting type. But if that's what you <laughs> want to do, cool. Exactly. Um, and I'm not anti-gun per se because I do see just – I'm just thinking of it from a perspective of, like, I don't live alone. But if I did in a major city, yeah. you know, a young black woman, having – a, hand, a lot of young women who have like handguns yeah. in their homes I see why you have it and yeah. it's it is necessary for protection but that's a different story from having mm-hmm. you know an AR rifle yes. you know by my nightstand I don't need that exactly I do not need that like having like a handgun and a, sh- a hunting rifle like they let out like what I'm assuming I think they let out like one shot like and I'm not against that but like people who have these crazy guns who go and just like let off shots and literally kill people like can kill more than one person at once like no one needs that kind of gun like clearly not one person unless other than the people fighting in a war like it's just so crazy to me and it's crazy to me that people are like against gun control no one's saying ban guns like how did this guy get a hold of this gun how did the person at sandy hook well, we know how. They're in their houses. But the point is, like, why do they even own these? Like, someone, they should not be able to get close to these kinds of weapons. It's just very, very terrifying. It's way too easy for people to get their hands mm-hmm. on these, like, really advanced weapons. Like, I'm very sensitive to gun violence because living in Philly, mm-hmm. just the increase in gun violence in this city is very very alarming and that's a story for another day but seeing stuff like this just like gun violence in itself is bad enough but now you have people with guns targeting minorities and it's just like we need to do something about this clearly what government officials are doing isn't enough we need more and um like people like make arguments against it but it's like if you look at other countries around the world who have, like, more gun control and you look at the stats, it's like, why wouldn't you want gun control? Right. But I feel like America is so hell-bent on being, you oh. know, the odd one out. Like, no. well, this is just how we are. No, exactly. Like, on in everything. Like, literally, like... Oh my god, like, I'm trying, I'm, <laughs> I was about to curse, but, like, it's <laughs> so annoying, like, oh my gosh, like, just with everything, it's really frustrating, like, who the hell cares? Like, look at other countries, and everything, honestly, gun control, look at, in New Zealand, there's shooting, like, the next day they put in gun reform, look at, um, when it comes to healthcare, mm-hmm. just literally basic human rights, and don't get me wrong, like, these countries aren't perfect either, but they're making some points. They're making some points, and for like mass shootings and 
domestic terrorism to keep happening in America and like people literally don't give a like don't care like they literally can care less that is mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. because I feel like people here are just so selfish like if it doesn't affect them they don't care and that's the issue like Americans obviously not every American like I don't think we're selfish people but like that's the thing like most Americans are selfish like if it's not directing them effectively um if it's not yet directly impacting them like they do not care yeah and it's just like that's like just not how you're supposed to be like i'm sorry like i don't care like you don't care what's happening because you're not asian that's not right that's very gross i feel like if you if you're not affected by this there's a problem exactly they don't care because they're like these white people who don't have to who don't have a care in the world okay that's why it's so frustrating like they're just selfish and it's also frustrating because, like, there's never progress made, you know? Like, yeah, like, I don't want to hear, you know, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. Yes, like... When you are in a position to make actual change, we need more than thoughts and prayers. And then it's like, what is it going to take? You know what I mean? Like, so much has happened. Like, every time something happens, it's like, okay, like, this is it. Like, it can't get any worse. Like, it can't happen again. And then it keeps happening. And the fact that Asian hate crimes went up because of COVID is also disgusting and shows how stupid people are. Exactly. I actually have some stats. Um, Because this isn't the first attack. Like, that's another thing. These attacks have been going on. First of all, it's been going on longer than a year. but And it happened in New York City because I feel like a lot of time, like, people focus in on, like, oh, like, you know, like, the southern states or whatever. But... There was a hate crime that happened against Asian recently on the New York City subway. You know? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you live in, like, a liberal city. Like, Yeah, that too. We have to kill that narrative. It, exactly. you, like, it's happening all There's time. racism in liberal cities as well. Yeah. It's not just specific to the South or the Midwest. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It happens all across the country. But um, I got some stats provided by Zenerations on Instagram. There were 3,800 anti-Asian attacks in the past year, and xenophobic violence has increased 150%. According to NYPD data, there were 23 arrests in the first quarter of 2020 that were made for racially motivated crimes, and 39.1% of those crimes were rooted in anti-Asian bias, as opposed to 6.9% in 2019 it's a very large spike also california state university's uh, center for the study of hate and extremism has data that shows there were 122 incidents of anti-asian american hate crimes in 15 of the country's most populous cities in 2020 which is a 150 increase since the previous year and we all know why because harmful rhetoric that's been used by government officials mm-hmm. that I won't repeat when talking about COVID-19 using, you know, xenophobic terms mm-hmm. and essentially blaming the Asian community for the virus is largely responsible for fueling these racists and these xenophobes and these bigots and white supremacists and their rampages against the Asian American Pacific Islander community. Yep. It's just... Like, I don't even know. It's like, it's just, I can't wrap my head around the fact when white people came to the conclusion 
that this country is theirs. This is also something I always talk about with my family. We're always like, why? Like, this literally isn't their country. Like, they literally came here from other countries and settled in America. Like, when? Like, what in their minds think this country belongs to them? Because it literally does not. Like, we're all, we all come from immigrants except for the Native Americans. Exactly. Unless you're Native American, like, you, you're not Native to this country. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, when, like, did they get this idea that, like, they rule this land and this belongs to them? Like, no, like, and honestly, I don't, I genuinely don't think it's ever going to end. Like, truly, like. I don't even know. It's just very disheartening and disgusting. And, like, it's not even to be, you know, the bearer of bad news. It's just, like... It's just, like, a fact... Like, there's just so many people. And I think, honestly, like, the past few years with the government we had, actually, like, it really gave power to the hate and showed how many people out there still think like this and still have these feelings. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, obviously we knew there were people out there like that, but not this many. Like... It was horrifying, like, seeing how many people, it's actually disgusting, and, yeah, I mean, it's hor. it's, like, just, like, what do you even do at this point? It's, it's crazy. Um, we really just have to take action however we can. I do have some resources for you guys listening. If you want to learn more, if you want to help, you know. For more information on this, you can visit stopaapihate.com. That's where you can learn how to, you know, be a part of the solution. You can donate. You can even report an incident there if you see one or if you hear one. Um, you can donate to the Asian Mental Health Collective. You can stay updated on what's going on through the Asian American Legal Defense and Education Fund website. Or you can, you know, just call out people when they say or do something racist, even if it's someone you care about, which can be tough, but we have to start holding people accountable, you know, because like, this is just ridiculous. And action doesn't require as much as you think it does. You can support local Asian American small businesses, you can talk to your friends who are a part of the AAPI community, or just people you know, who are um, just people of color, like they don't have to be black people or Asian people, Pacific Islander, it could be Hispanic people, it could, you know, just anybody, um, have those important conversations. You can, there are volunteer opportunities in Oakland, California to escort the elderly and make sure they get to where they need to go safely because some of them don't have people to, you know, run errands for them or take them places. A, a lot of older people are on their own, which is terrifying to think about because I can't imagine, you know, my grandma maybe wants to go for a walk by herself and someone tries to attack her for looking how she looks like it's really scary so if there's anything that you can do big or small even if it's just having a conversation I encourage everyone to do or you know just spreading information that you see on your social media accounts it doesn't take much to just click repost you know spread some information have those conversations be a part of the change please do not be the problem we have enough problems as is in this country and if we can help out our peers and be an ally, then we need to do that. Perfectly said. So the NCAA March Madness tournament begins today. And yesterday, 
we got to see what the men's gym looks like compared to the women's. And let me tell you, it was not pretty. It was very, very telling about how the NCAA values their male athletes versus their female athletes. So there was a video that was going around. And in the women's gym, I saw one rack of dumbbells and a short stack of sanitized yoga mats. I had to throw in the sanitizer in there because I saw that on the sign and it kind of felt like they were just saying that to like throw in some razzle dazzle, but it was really <laughs> some yoga mats. I saw that. I was like, now they're doing too much. Like- exactly. And then for the men's workout space, not only did I see a full gym, but they even went as far, Cassandra, to do a time-lapse video oh. of the gym being built. Chrissy, I wish, I wish we could see each other right now. I have the video pulled up on my phone, sitting yeah. up in the leg right now. I wish we could see each other because I was just going to say that. They tweeted a time-lapse and they put the eye emoji, the weight emoji, and a camera emoji. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I was then, dumbfounded. Like like oh my like I don't even know. Like every every week when we talk about things, I'm like, surely this can't get worse. Surely it can't get worse. <laughs> every week it gets worse and someone directly under the tweet wrote, You guys are in violation of the federal law and they pulled up the NCAA like law, like a screenshot of it and it says Title IX requires the equal treatment of female and male student athletes. Yeah. And the provisions of and equipment and supplies is listed. A bunch of things are listed. But um This is a complete violation of Title IX. It's so clear. Why would y'all do this? Why would y'all do this? <laughs> I said Title IX. Oh my gosh. Heated. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and then someone wrote, Cool, do a time lapse of the woman setup. Oh wait, it takes one photo. Like what am I supposed to do with some dumbbells and yoga mats? These are Division One athletes. And they're not even trying to hide the fact that, like, the guys get this whole, they do not need that much room, get this whole entire, like, it almost no, they almost they, a, a, I will say that they do need that much room. It's just so the, the women women's. need that yeah, as well. They they posted this video and it's like a whole stadium. It's huge of gym equipment. And they like posted it with their chest. And then they're going to get, they literally gave the woman a rack of weights. Like I have more, I have more equipment in my bedroom right now than like, they gave them. Honestly, like who co-signed this? This had to have gone through so many channels of people. Please tell me at least one of y'all spoke up and said, and Listen, this is wrong, and watch, you're going to get backlash for the this. audacity during Women's History Month. Right! Uh, also, what did they think was genuinely, like, people need to be fine. I can't, I can't do this. What did they think was going to happen? And then people are like, oh, girls are, like, dramatic. Like, you, there's equal treatment, this and that. No, I'm it's not. Sorry. Like, if you believe that, you're dumb. Like, you live under a rock. Like, it's called toxic masculinity, and that's another issue in this country. Literally, like, what the hell? Like, oh my god, like, they literally gave them a rack of weights. Like, and no joke, 
And some, don't forget the sanitized yoga mats. Oh, yeah, sanitized yoga mats. Oh, my bad. They make sure that they're clean, you know? Like, it's, mind you, I remember a couple years back, the women's basketball tournament was 10 times better than the men's. It was, like, back-to-back. It was such a good game. Like, like, come on, like, people are still acting like women's basketball isn't as good as the men's basketball. Like, it's even better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've said this before on this podcast. Um. I think I only went to one men's basketball game my entire St. John's um, academic career. But I've gone to multiple of the women's basketball games. And that wasn't even me trying to be like, I'm just not going to support the men. It's just the women were significantly better. And I'm going to stand on that. And you'll find a lot of people who agree with me as well. The women were significantly better at least during my time at St. John's, than the men. No, I agree with you 1,000%. I remember it perfectly. It was the NCAA tournament. It was March Madness. I don't remember how, it might have been like two or three years ago. And I remember like, obviously the men's always get attention, but I was watching like the women's game. It was Baylor and I forget who they were playing. And the game was so good. It was like going back to back, back to back, like every possession, like, they were switching leads, and it was just such a good game. And I'm like, why aren't people watching this? Like, why aren't more people watching this? Because people do watch it. I'm like, why? It doesn't make sense. Um, and the food also. Oh, yes, yeah, the, food. the food. The men have a huge buffet, and the women get these pre-packaged meals that, honestly, it looks like mystery meat. Literally, it looks like mystery meat with mashed potatoes and, like, the steamed veggies you get in a bag. And then the men have, like, these full-on steaks, these baked mac and cheese, this seafood thing. Like, it's just, like, embarrassing. And the fact that they're doing it so openly, like, they don't get, they don't care. Like, people literally don't care. Like, they definitely, like, like, threw this in a toaster oven and warmed it up and just said, here y'all go. Like, give the same treatment to both parties whether you want to give both parties a weight rack and sanitize yoga mats or both parties a huge entire stadium filled with equipment just treat them the same keep the playing field even it's not that hard they did release a statement because it's like you have to respond to i'm sure that statement was already prepared they should also be banned they should get their twitter suspended for a few weeks after that (laughs) video that was and then I saw, like, people under were saying how, like, they replied and then they got blocked. Like, the Twitter account blocked them. That's so petty. That's super, super petty. Like, you know, just take this L in stride. Stand on it. Don't block people for rightfully speaking out against the clear discrepancy between the two gyms. Did you think people weren't going to say anything? Let me, let me read to you what, what statement was released. Okay. Lynn Holzman, the NCAA VP of Women's Basketball, said, We acknowledge that some of the amenities teams would typically have access to have not been as available inside the controlled environment. In part, this is due to the limited space, and the original plan was to expand the workout area once additional space was available later in the tournament. However, we want to be responsive to the needs of our participating teams, and we are actively working to enhance existing resources at practice courts, including additional weight training equipment. Um, um right. We lying. both said um. <laughs> um, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying. They were never going to do that. They're literally not. Oh my god, I hate this. 
they're lying to our faces because Cause isn't that kind of backwards? You're going to give more equipment when there's less people? That's backwards. Also, there was space because there were videos after this statement came out. Someone posted pictures of open space. Like, they're just lying. They're trying to save themselves, but they're lying. They were never going to do that if this didn't get out. They exactly. would have put them with the weight rack and freaking sanitized yoga mats. Meanwhile, the guys have all this. Meanwhile, there was space for the woman. Like, there was literally a video posted of all the space they have. Like, they're, I hate that. Like, they're lying. Like, why do you have to lie? Say, yeah, that was a... Say, we were, like we said last week, just apologize yes, and, and do say, better. You messed up, and this will never, ever, 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 ever happen again. Not say we were gonna. No, you're a liar. You just did this because you got caught. How can you plan around teams getting eliminated as if all the teams at the tournament don't need these resources now? No one has been eliminated yet. The kicker was they said when we have space, when literally someone posted, one, they have space, two, it's the NCAA tournament. This brings in billions of dollars. I'm sure you could have found space. I'm so sorry. Like, And they made no effort. Like, okay, even if, if the there wasn't enough space, space you didn't make the, any effort to fill up the space that you do have. And if the men needed space, oh, they would have had space. Oh, and how about the food? There's not enough space to cook the food either because when they're cooking the men's food, like, why can't they cook the same way where the women are you know what i'm trying to say it's just it's so ridiculous like why do they even have different food i think they should all have the same food at least like oh my like and then this just proves the point that men like male student athletes or male athletes in general are treated better than women like this just further proves the point now no one can literally disregard that like it's impossible it's right in your face and if if the ncaa isn't even putting in the work to try to mask it it's like people don't even care to try to at least seem like they're treating both sexes equally yes, they're not they do this like they're full chest and then they're gonna say they're gonna lie in their statement like i'm so sorry like let someone talk to me about male and female sports and i will literally just use this as an example every time like it's so obvious and if someone ever tries to argue this like i'll literally never speak to you again <laughs> like it's just like people will literally look at this and be like no that's not true that's that's the kicker that's what gets me like, people will literally look at the situation and be like, no, like, there's no difference, this and that. Like, shut up. I'm sorry. Like, just stop talking, you know? Yeah. Some of the, um, some athletes spoke out about this. I'm going to read some of them. So, um, Sabrina Ionescu said, women's NCAA bubble weight room versus men's weight room, dot, 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 thought this was a joke. What the F is this? To all the women playing in the March Madness tournament, keep grinding. Steph Curry said, wow, come on now. Then he tagged March Madness in the NCAA. He said, y'all tripping, tripping. Natasha Cloud said, don't worry, NCAA women's basketball, March Madness, NCAA. She tagged them. We see what and who y'all value, Title IX. John Morant said, disrespectful. Come on, man. Um, Asia Wilson said, that NCAA bubble weight room situation is beyond disrespectful. CJ McCollum said, um, that's trash. They got to do better. Alicia Clark said, the difference in weight rooms for the NCAA women's basketball and men's um, bubbles 
notice anything, shaking my head. This is so ridiculous. It is. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous and disgusting. Um, I'm insulted. Yeah, like it, it is very insulting. It's just like, like, I don't even know. It's like, I'm it, all out of words for, for these people. What is wrong? What what's wrong with y'all? Yes, like, what like what was going through their minds? Like worms for brains. Nothing was going through their mind. Clearly. Like, I'm sorry if I sat on the March Madness board and this was, like, proposed to me, I would be like, are you guys insane? Like, honestly, I didn't even expect this. I genuinely thought they had, like, equal facilities. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was standard. Like, they'll literally just make two of the same facility kind of thing. Uh-huh. I just never expected this, which maybe I'm a fool because this is just... Oh my god, if I was a woman, I'd protest. I just wouldn't play a game. But at the same time, you want to. This is just really hard. Like, it sucks. I'm sorry. Like, it sucks. And, uh, the NCAA March Madness board or whoever decided this also sucks. And yeah. everyone should protest and just, like, but then you don't want to, like, I was going to say now it's the men, but then you don't want to, like, punish. Because it's not that. Because it's not their fault. Their fault. It's not. It's not like the male student athlete's fault either it's literally the people in charge you know what i mean uh-huh. and it's just like what do you even do like i don't know but write a letter like cursing them out i don't know <laughs> write a letter. like i will send a strongly worded email literally let me get one of their phone numbers i'll leave them a message <laughs> this is for rachel you <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and then like if you were i'm sorry if i was like and then like if i was like one of the female athletes, like, I would be so offended. I'm offended, and I'm not even in the tournament. I'm very insulted. Like, and then for them to, to what, this is what gets me, like, the lying. We talk about this all the time, because we always talk about, like, when people give, like, horrible, like, apologies, or, like, it looks like they Googled, like, the best PR apology, you know? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, for them to say they were gonna, like, they literally were not. Like, there was literally space. Okay, so talk about the food. Oh wait, you didn't like. Like it's it's laughable. Like just keep your excuses. Do you think we're dumb? Like, I'm sorry. Anyways, oh my god, I get so frustrated. You know when um Remy Ma be like, "Are you dumb?" Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like those are my exact thoughts when I saw the women's uh workout space. Like what? Like. And then the lying, like it I mean, makes you think, like maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm the one that needs to reevaluate because I'm not seeing how this this passed through so many channels of people. I was literally about to say, and these are the people in power. Like, I don't. If this was proposed to me, I would think like the punk cameras are gonna come out. I'm like, oh, we're bringing the show back, like. That has to be the only explanation. Like, I don't get it. I'm embarrassed for them. I do not get it. That's, like, so embarrassing. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, and people have to be held accountable. And I'm glad that men and women 
are holding the NCAA mm-hmm. accountable for this yep. foolishness. Yeah, honestly, like, obviously, it's not the athletes. You know, like, this is out of the athletes' control. And the male, like, the male athletes have have really started to step up and really support, like, female sports, which is great. And it's not their fault, but it's, like, it's kind of the same thing with everything. It's, like, the people in power, you know? They mm-hmm. suck. <laughs> like, ugh. I just this is do better. You get paid too much to be slacking like this. That's the that's another thing. Y'all get paid too too much money to do nothing. (laughs) They literally get paid millions or hundreds of thousands to literally do absolutely to be inadequate. Literally, like sounds like a dream. Literally, like please, you can pay me less. I will literally run this. And provide like so much, and you just have to pay me less. Like this is just common knowledge. Like, oh my god, like it's horrifying though. So it's still Women's History Month, and like we've been doing every episode this month, um, we're going to continue honoring our pick of the week for a woman in sports that we want to talk about in the episode. So, Cass, I will let you discuss your pick. So, the woman I chose is Sedona Prince. She is the (laughs) Oregon basketball player who basically exposed NCAA, and she posted... She was posting TikToks, and her TikTok got, like, over a million views. Um, And she posted on Twitter, too, about, like, the unfair treatment in the tournament. She posted, like, she was posting, like, the woman's accommodations and all of that. And, yeah, she, let's see. She's 20 years old. Um, She's a forward for the Oregon Ducks women's basketball team. She's 6'7". She's really good, too. So, she's 6'7"? Um, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, she fired back at the NCAA and she put a video of the woman's, like, uh, facilities just showing the difference. Um, and she put it on Twitter, too, TikTok. And it really started because of her viral video, really. So that's why I decided to choose her because also it is very scary. Um, if I was her, like, going into it, like, I would be a bit scared to post about it, too, which mm-hmm. I think she should have posted about it. But it's still a bit scary, like, speak up, especially with something like this. Um, yeah, so I think that was, like, very, like, brave of her, so that's why I chose her. It's funny because when I opened Instagram, her video was the first thing that I saw. Yeah, that's <laughs> As why. we're that's, talking about it. That's how people started talking about it, because of her, because she posted the TikTok that went viral. If it wasn't for her, like, it wouldn't have gotten the attention it did. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to speak out against... Mm-hmm. Anything that you see that's wrong, like just use yeah. your platform any way that you can. So I like that pick. That was a good pick. Thank you. So my pick was kind of not hard, but I didn't know who I wanted to pick this week. And so I kind of picked four people, but not on purpose. So I, <laughs> I picked the women who started together. Now, Together is a new media platform that was launched this month, 
that will highlight women in sports. And it was created by WNBA player Sue Bird, who was your pick the first week that we did, you know, women we wanted to honor. Um, soccer player Alex Morgan, snowboarder Chloe Kim, and swimmer Simone Manuel. And it's a racially diverse group of Olympic gold medalist women joining forces to put other women's stories at the forefront. I don't know anything better than that right now. Like that is just amazing. You know, giving women in sports the proper news coverage that they deserve, giving young girls in their respective sport adequate exposure is just so amazing. And to have these four powerhouse women like running it, such a, I don't know how they came together, but I like this, this group. I like this, how they mesh and what their initiatives are and just their plan for the future. So I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for this platform. And as always, I'm rooting for women. So let's just keep doing what we can to create space for one another and lift each other up. Wow. That was a great pick. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into season two episode. What episode is this for? Four. Oh my goodness. Three? Four, four, four. Yeah, I think it's four. It is. Thank you guys so much for tuning into season two, episode four of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you're subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you're following us on social media at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast and you will hear from us next week.